Hallelujah. So we want to talk about the mind. And this is, the mind is the area. It's the reasons. Okay, I've got to slow down. It's the reasoning. It's what we think. It's what we feel. It's a portion of our will. It's the area where we perceive, where we become aware. And the, the area to where we can discern not only things in the natural, but we can discern what is of the Holy Spirit and what's of uh, the, the spirits of darkness. Amen? Isaiah 26, 3 says this. You will keep him in perfect peace, perfect shalom, who is what? Mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Let, let's get a hold of the saints. If God did not trust his creation... He would not have imparted into our lives or give us the ability to become born again, to live by the Spirit, live with the Spirit, and move in the spiritual realm with the blessings, the gifts that He's given us. If He didn't trust us, He would never do that. Romans 12, 2 says this, And be not conformed. Remember, we're talking about the mind. Okay? Be not conformed to this world. But be you transformed by the, what, renewing, come on, the renewing of your mind. Tonight we're going to be renewed in our minds. We've got a sure word for you tonight. Hallelujah. Transformed by the renewing of our minds that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I've got a question. Anyone ready? Those of you that are here tonight and those of you watching on live stream, is anyone ready to give the Holy Spirit permission for a transformation of the renewing of their mind? Come on, give, give me some thumbs up. Come on, guys. Hallelujah. There you go. I like those thumbs up. Thank you, Jesus. So, you know, we on previous teachings that we've had, we, we've been speaking about, it's come forth on the Friday night panels with, uh, with uh, Prophet Andrew and Apostle David and, and Minister Michelle. It's come forth in the Shamar teachings. It's come forth on the Sunday afternoon and the Monday nights of what are we confessing out of our mouth? Now, stay with us on this. This is going to slap you down, man. Hallelujah. The mind, it's the, the mind, it's the element. It's the part. It's the substance or the process that causes us to reason in our mind, to think and, and cause us to feel and to freely will. It's the area where we're able to perceive and it gives us in that area to judge things according to the word of God. It's the totality of consciousness and unconscious mental processes and activities. We spoke on this before and the Spirit of God has, has taught us on this is that Humanity or individuals, let's put this, individuals, we have become excellent. Man, we've mastered this thing, is being able to reason in our minds <laughs> to justify all of our actions, whether they line up with the word of God or not. This is the area of the will, but we're not going to go there tonight. Hallelujah. The mind is a part of the human being. It thinks, it feels, and it wills. The mind is the brain. It is a reservoir that contains memory in the brain, the mental capacity to store knowledge and the ability to use it when it's necessary. James 3, verse 1. My brethren, let not many of you become 
teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. Now, here's a reality. This is, this is how life is. Though we're born again, spirit-filled, and, and operate in the gifts, and we live in, you know, we live in this world. We're, we're not of this world. We live in this world, but we're subject to the things of this world. And it says here in verse 2, For we stumble, we all stumble in many things. Everybody stumbles in many things. And if anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in a horse's mouth. Here's the explanation. We put bits in a horse's mouth that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Also look at ships. Although they are so large and, and, and grand, they are driven by fierce winds, and they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so the tongue, come on somebody, the tongue is a little member and boasts about great things. Verse 5 says, see how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set amongst our members that it defies, listen, defiles the whole body, the soul, the mind and sets on fire the course of nature. Proverbs 8.21. Stay with us on these scriptures. Life and death and the power of the tongue. And they, and they that love it shall eat of its fruit. Now listen. We're going to talk about how fruit, this fruit bears itself by the things that come out of our mouth. We, we produce. Come on. Because we, we speak out of our mouth. The seeds that come out, they will produce the fruit of its kind. Come on. So the question is, what are we confessing? We had an excellent teaching on this a couple of weeks ago. What are we confessing? And tonight we're talking about the mind or the area of the mind is our memory. Now, please stay with us. Previous teachings, we talked about the words that we speak, what we confess. We've been given instructions on how is the believer praying? Are they praying amiss? Are they praying contrary? Are they praying things that do not line up with the word of God? And then we also talked about what supports those words. Come on. Are those words backed up? Are they influenced and backed up by deception? By the kingdoms of darkness? And those spirits that operate? Or by the kingdom of light? inspired and supported by the Holy Spirit of God. Come on, let's process this. This is good. This is process. It's either the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of light. We say that the kingdom of darkness will influence. We, we also respond to that the kingdom of light inspires. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to be inspired by the kingdom of of light and not deceived by the kingdoms of darkness. Are our confessions being influenced or suggested by another spirit and not the Holy Spirit? And, and by this I can prophesy a truth is that God's word says oftentimes as we think uh, God's word says that when he speaks and oftentimes we think, well, we're speaking. But when God is causing us to speak prophetically, when we speak a word of knowledge, they are not our words. They're the father's words coming through the lips of clay. 
And his promise to us based on his word, that the words that he speaks, whether it be through a man, a woman, or a child, the words that he speaks through our mouths, they won't return empty or void, but they will go forth and accomplish the very thing that they've been sent to do and those things that please him. Come on now. And this is, this is what was coming to mind. And I was dealing with this. And today, saints, I'm preaching to the choir. Listen to me. I'm preaching to myself. I, this is something I've been, I've been dealing with uh, for the last six months. I've been asking God about this. Now, you know, I'm pretty well into my life here. I've been on the earth in, in, in a while. Got a birthday coming up, but you don't need to know that in the age. But the fact of the matter is, up to this last six months, I've been dealing with this. And it's been really a challenge for me. And again, I needed to hear from God. And he began to explain to me. And it was, here we go. It was the, just the other day, I was saying something. And as soon as I was done in, in, in releasing those words out of my mouth, the father spoke to me and says, listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're confessing. And I stopped what I was doing. And I went, oh, my God. God, forgive me. Because what I've been doing over these years is I've been giving permission for the enemy to bring something in common that's with him. By the words coming out of my mouth. And I'll give you the explanation. What came to the surface was. Because I've been dealing with the question of memory in my mind. And so what the question was, is I was saying, to say I don't remember or I can't remember is an idea. Amen? It's a thought by the enemy to deceive someone into speaking that lie. What are you talking about, Brother Michael? How many times have, have you said to yourself or, or you had in conversation with somebody else? You know, they'll, they'll ask you a question, and, and I know I'll get a lot of witnesses in here because those that are here, they, they hear me often on this, is that, oh, I don't remember that, or I can't remember that. Listen to what's coming out of my mouth. I'm making a confession, and I'm giving the enemy an opportunity to take those words and to put them into effect in my mind. Come on, stay with this. I, this is going to get a little bit rough for some of us, but we'll, we'll get it. Hallelujah. So these words that are coming into our mind, these suggestions, don't come from the Father of light. It comes from the heart of Satan himself. And it's a diabolical, wicked plan, a strategy. It's a, oh, saints, hear this. It's a strategy. It's a method. And it's one of a series of maneuvers of Satan to obtain a goal with successful results. We continue to speak this, and it can not only in this area of I can't remember this or I don't remember that. What are we confessing? What are we coming in common with the enemy with by speaking out our mouths? I'm going to stay on this area of, of memory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, I, I jumped too far here. All right. So here's a question. How does he do that? Come on, Abba. How does he do that? By blocking the area in the brain that stores memory. Listen, I am not a medical professional. I've not gone to medical school, but I've been to the school of neology. And in the school of neology is where God downloads this, these things to me. Come on. 
And so how does he do that? How does the enemy do that? By blocking the area in the brain that stores memory, that reservoir. Everything that you've learned when you first came out of your mother's womb, the, the ability to cry and, 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 to, and, to, and to make noise and, and to grow up through the years and, and, and the things that you see through the eye gate, the things that you hear through the ear gate, all comes into the memory and it, it's placed as a, as a reservoir. It's placed in a reservoir. Come on. Hallelujah. So here's another question. Is it a spirit that, that tools resistance within the mind of the believer? Yeah. It is initiated. It is put into action from a religious spirit as an assignment. Now we're going to help you some of you here tonight. This helped me so much. Uh, it's going to help some of you tonight. And I'm, I'm telling you, get We're going to target more than just memory. We're going to reach out on this. And we're going to go after these spirits that are operating in the memory, in the minds of God's people tonight. And we're going to see deliverance in the area of Alzheimer's. We're going to see deliverance in the area of dementia. We've got a sure word tonight. Ma, for those of you that are struggling with um, dyslexia. God downloaded that with me today. So stay on this. Come on, stay on this. If you know somebody that's not watching this, get them on the phone. Uh, if, uh, if, uh, share your share button with them. Or get them on the phone and, and tell them there's a word coming forth. There's a word coming forth tonight from this house that's going to bring deliverance in the minds of God's people. Hallelujah. This is put into action from a religious spirit as an assignment. Its assignment is to suggest. Somebody here say suggest. It's there to introduce an idea that you cannot remember. That spirit, that spirit's skill, its craft, is an effective to recall is in effect to recall, to bring back the memory, to repeat the same word, I can't remember. I don't remember. Again, to think it again and to speak it again, to provoke a person to a confession of what they have said before. It's a simple, this is, this is just a simple application. Here's, this is how it goes. If you think it, and you speak it, You'll do it. Simple as that. If you think it and you speak it, you're going to do it. It comes as a repetition. It comes as a cycle. Repeated words that add fuel to the fire. Saints, and it happens to everyone. No one is unrestricted from this diabolical strategy of Satan. What you confess will come to pass. It's a spiritual law. What you sow into the ground, it will produce the fruit of its kind. What you speak, what you confess will become. It will manifest and it will show itself plainly as a characteristic, oh God, a characteristic operating in you and from you. So let's give an explanation here. So on our Friday night panels, they've been absolutely incredible the last uh, three, four months here. And how God, he 
he links together the services through a teaching. Again, the spoken word. What do we speak out of our mouths? So, uh, 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 Prophet Andrew was teaching on that. And then Apostle Dave was here on a Friday night. He was talking about cycles, how cycles continue and how those cycles have to be broken. We've been teaking, also speaking about uh, repentance. And in order for, um, uh, we've been speaking about revival, excuse me. And in order for revival to take place, repentance has to come. And so we've been praying through this live stream on those, those services of a repentant heart, confessing our things before God. So it was, today is Monday, so it was Friday night. Thank you, Holy Spirit. See, memories, it's working. <laughs> it's working, hallelujah. It was Friday night, hallelujah, that uh, Pro uh, Prophet Andrew brought forth, brought forth the word, and then uh, there was a, a memory the Holy Spirit brought to mind today. And it comes from Proverbs 26, verses 20 through 21. This is in the New King James Version. Woo! Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. Remember that, Andrew? And where there is no talebearer or gossip and slander, strife will stop. It will cease. As charcoal is to, to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. And the words of a talebearer, one who gossips or, or contends or produces slander, are like Tasty trifles, and they go and they go down into the innermost body. Now, this is not on here, but I'll, I've got to give this to you. In the outer court, in the natural realm, or in the spiritual realm, excuse me. In the outer courts, there's a lot of activity to take in place. And what, it, what we're talking about is that when you're in the outer courts and you're amongst the multitudes or you're amongst believers or non-believers and you hear the conversations that are taking place that are not edifying and building up, you're going to find, even in the life of many believers, I, and I love you, but this is the way that it is, they find themselves in this place where strife exposes itself and they get caught up in the, in the gossip and they begin to take up the, uh, the activity of, of slandering. They go by hearsay. Hello? They go by hearsay, something they heard somebody say. And they repeat those things without a confirmation or without something to support it as hearsay. This is that area where many believers today are struggling in their lives. They're struggling in their minds. And the enemy is having uh, a, an effect upon them. And what does this talk about? It says it goes, that strife, the slander, uh, and the contention. Where does it go? It goes deep within the inner body, in the soul of the individual. That's why we've got to be in a place continually asking God to purge that stuff out. The Bible talks about sins of omission and sins of commission. And the breaking down of that, uh, the sins that so easily beset us. And what are those sins that easily beset us? The Bible says it's the, it's the attitudes that we have. The things that we pick up. How we approach other people. How we respond to them verbally. 
Are we, are we responding to them in the love of Christ or are we just coming with an attitude because we've got a, a sour taste in our mouth? Come on. So, how is it or why is it that sometimes we can recall the scripture and other times, there's other scriptures that we have to search out for. Why is there individuals who are um, skilled in that area to read? Come on. Read, comprehend, and retain. My wife is an, a very good example of that. She reads, she studies, she can be doing her homework and having uh, other activity going on and, and, and noise and stuff. And she reads and she studies. That's how she got through college. And she's able to... Uh, maintain and, and retain the comprehension of the things that she study. Me, when I'm studying, I got to shut everything down. I got to put earplugs in my ears and I just got to be focused on what I'm doing because I get distracted easily. So why is it that we can remember or memorize some scriptures and not others? Oftentimes we'll be in, in the, for instance, in conversation and you know, a scripture, you want that scripture, it doesn't come up. And then there'll be a time when you're, you are ministering to somebody, and all of a sudden, the life of the Spirit of God rises up with you in you, and the scriptures that you are trying to remember come to surface, and God releases them out of your mind. Why is that? There's an explanation. In it. It's in, and then in that explanation is that is there's, uh, uh, it's in the area of the brain and in the memory. Now, there there are four lobes and seven areas of the brain that store memory, and I'm not going to go into all of that. Uh, Dr. Susan Richards, she was here. She's out amongst the body. She's been teaching on the brain and how it functions, the lobes and all those, uh, the different activities there. Um, hallelujah. Uh, if you want more information, uh, search her out and get that information from her. So uh, go ahead, do your homework, study the Word of God, uh, and study on the scriptures of the mind and read what it means to be mindful, attentive, and aware, and, and careful. In 1 Corinthians, watch this, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 16. For who knows, who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But the Bible says, as a child of God, come on, say, as a child of God, we have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ, the hope of glory in you. Nowhere in the Bible can you find that Jesus had a lapse in memory. Nowhere. If you found, I haven't found it. If you found it, bring it to my attention. I'll read it. But nowhere did you have you can find that Jesus had a lapse in memory or a spirit blocking his mind in speaking what the Father instructed him to speak. Nowhere. The Bible tells us that his mind functioned at 100% of the time, at 100% capacity. No lack. No blocking in his memory. Let's give you an example. A woman with the issue of blood. Watch. She had, we were I was talking a few, few minutes ago about um, distractions. Sometimes we get distracted and our, our memory gets blocked. Watch this. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? Here Jesus amongst the multitudes in the crowd. There's all this activity. Even without all that activity going on, he had uh, his mind set on what the Father was instructing him to do. Now, I... I I believe that he knew that the woman was going to show up. I, I believe he saw that in the spirit. I believe the Father of God 
Father of Glory told him what was going to take place on that day at that precise time. So he was ready. He comes on the scene and he's in the crowds and all of a sudden he feels a tug of somebody. He feels a, he feels a pull on the hem of his garment, garment. And he didn't allow that to distract him from what he was sent to do. His memory was not blocked. At the moment of the tugging, and again, I believe he saw this in the spirit before he got on the scene. The moment he felt the tug on his hem, on the hem of that garment, he turned, you know the story, he turned to the woman and said, who touched me? Karabosh returns and he finds this woman. Not even that pulling on his hem distracted him. It did not bring a block in his memory of what he was meant to do. And as he's standing there, you know the story, she touches the hem of a garment, she goes in faith, knowing that she says to herself, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I know I will behold. At that point of contact, the virtue flowed out of the master. And he turns to her and he finds that woman and now she's whole. Somebody, come on, somebody. Peter's rebuke to Jesus from going to Jerusalem to suffer many things and to meet his death did not block Jesus' memory of why he came to the earth as a man. Even in that rebuke, there was a conversation. And we know the story again. Jesus, Peter comes to Jesus and says, no, we don't want you to go to Jerusalem. We don't want you to have to uh, endure such a thing. And Jesus turns to Peter face to face, nose to nose. And he rebukes Peter. To his face. And who was he after? Not Peter. Not flesh and blood. But the spirit that is operating or influencing Peter to speak. I believe that at that point Peter's mind was blocked. He had a block in his memory. By, by that spirit that, that uh, he forgot about what Jesus had uh, spoke about. What Jesus had taught about. And he comes with a definite intention. There was an influence of Satan to distract Jesus from doing what he's been sent to do. Saints, the brain that holds memory is one of the members of your body. And it's designed as a storehouse for those memories. Now we're going to get a little bit rough under the call here. Please listen to what we're saying. We love you. We want to bless you with this word. If you keep your ears open, your spirit open to this word, God will bless you. And deliverance is in this house tonight. There's an anointing. Hands are going up in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. There's deliverance in the house of God uh, tonight in this place. Hallelujah. Okay, Brother Michael, Masha, the storehouse, those memories. Yeah, in that storehouse, there's both good and bad. Good memories and bad memories. Come on, stay with us. Bad memories, when they come to mind, uh, you know, I, and I often prayed upon this. I've asked God, why do these things, why do I see these things that have taken place in my past? Because the Bible says that those things have been forgiven and they've been forgotten, put in the sea of forgetfulness, never to be brought up by Jesus again. So why the reoccurrence of the things of my past? Those things that brought damage to my soul, the wounds and, and the assaults and the things that I've experienced as a child. And, and the Spirit of God spoke to me. He says, I'm letting you see these things. These are being reminded to you to let you know what I've delivered you from, what I brought you out of. They are of your past, Right? But they should not have anything to do with your present. Come on, somebody, help me. And, and to uh, move into your future. Come on.
Yeah, they're good things and they're bad things. And the idea too coming with this is uh, when they come to mind, I can stand in a place, I can either be a victim of those past experiences or I become a victor from those past experiences. Again, okay, what, what took place before I became a child of God? I can look at those things now and say, now, look at me now. I stand not as a victim, but as a one who walks in victory because of the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach. Come on, now we're, now we're happening. How do I respond to him? I can do it in a simple way, something that the world takes as a cliche or as an understanding. I can look at the glass at either half empty or half full. I see my, my glass half full, not half empty. How do I respond to them? Come on, Kore, I can hold on to the offenses. I can hold on to the resentment. I can hold on to the accusations. I can hold on to the, uh, the abuse, all the things that I experience. And harbor those in my memory and allow the enemy to use them for his benefit. Or I can reject them. Come on, somebody. I can reject them and say, no, that is my past. It's not for my present, nor is it of my future. Hallelujah. What we're talking about is that if we don't, if we don't examine this and we don't put it in effect, we will remain in a cycle of block that's set against our minds that sends, sets me up for memory loss. Come on, we're, we're moving on this. Or are we able to speak to the religious spirits commanding it to go, removing the blocks? Come on, I, I needed help on this. And I couldn't get it from a psychologist. I couldn't get it from a psychiatrist. I had to get it from the counselor, the great counselor, the son of the living God. I had to go to the Holy Spirit and say, help me out in this. I need you in this area. I need you to explain to me, what is this? What's blocking the memory? What's, what's causing me to, to not be able to remember the simple things and the current things, not only the things of the past? What is it that's taking place in my mind? In the area of my memory, in those lobes. What is it? Oh my God. Je Jesus, man, when he's on the scene, he is so cool. He is so awesome. Saints, you got to start asking. Come on. Let me move over to this just a little bit here. Can we do this? Yeah, we can do this. In this transition that's taken place internationally, uh, in, in humanity, that's taken place uh, throughout the nations of the world. In this transition, listen, God is wanting to reposition us. And as he repositions us, he wants us to, to be in a place where all this stuff, all this work of the enemy from our past, the things that he's used to come at us with, to be removed. He wants them to be removed so there will not be a block in our memory. He wants us to be positioned so as, as this thing is lifted, as we begin to go back into functioning as us as society, we'll be able to function in the totality of the mind of Christ, the mind that God has given us, where there will be no lack of memory. No more saying, I can't remember, or I, I don't remember. Come on. Sheikah, this strategy of the enemy has now been exposed. 
Maraka. And God wants to position you, Makaraka, with such a standard of excellence. He wants to position you with such a, an expression of confidence, knowing that everything that you've read in his word, everything that the Spirit of God has spoken to you, will come instantly. It will not be a lack. There will, be not, there will not be a lack in your memory. Come on, we're working on this tonight. We're working on this tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we able to speak to the religious spirits, commanding them to, to be removed, to, to remove the block, enabling our minds with his skill? Our mind is a tool, it's a skill, a skill that God has given us. To retain and remember the word of God in conversation, in experiences past and present, to our lives, our lives with peace and joy as God intended it from the very beginning. Ha! Okay, we're going to go prophetic here. Right now, I see streams. I see streams coming from the throne room of God, from his heart, passing through the quarters of time. You're passing right now. That stream is entering into your home where you're watching right now. It's here in the sanctuary. It's entering into your home right now. And I see the stream, this anointing of the Holy Spirit coming around you, embracing you. Somebody just, you just felt the breath of God upon the top of your head. I see the brush of angels' wings in some of your homes. My God, somebody's feet right now. I see the anointing on somebody's feet. What it has to do with the memory, I have no idea. But I see the anointing upon somebody's feet. Shike fere broko kasiriki. Masha, okay, let, let, oh my God, oh, hallelujah, God, we got to stay in it, I've got this in front of me, but I, I'm seeing things in, in the spirit, arthritis is being attended to right now, Arthrit, arthritic condition is being attended to right now, shiviki, what does this have to do with the memory, I don't know, God will download it, okay, so what causes a block in the first place, saints, come on, got your notes, start writing, what causes the block in the memory in the first place? God gave me a list. Rejection will cause a block in the memory. Resentment will cause a block in our memories. Abuse, whether it be physical, verbal, or mental, will cause a block in our memory. Abandonment has its effect. Here's a good one. Identity theft. What are you talking about, Brother Michael? Identity theft because who man says you should be instead of what God's word says you are. Identity theft will cause a block in your memory. Anger. Fear. Shukatoria <laughs> rabasi. Holding on to Issues of the past. The assaults will bring a block in our memory. Accusations will bring a block in 
in our memory. Brother Michael, you just, you don't you have no idea what I've been through. You don't know my environment. You don't know what I went through growing up as a child. And I get it, I get it, but you don't know what I've been through to get to the point that I am right now in these areas. But the bar, I stand on the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I stand on the word of God. In whom the sun sets free. And Jesus has set me free. In whom the sun sets free. Jesus has set you free. Therefore we can say that the spirit of the Lord God is upon us. To preach good tithings. To set the captives free. That deliverance would come into the hearts and the minds of God's people. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. All these things can promote the blockage of our memories. How? Because the mind is preoccupied with other thoughts that are not kingdom life. Friday night, this last Friday night, in this panel discussion, uh, the young prophet Andrew, he brought up this discussion, uh, uh, was, on, was on offense. Offense is a primary thing. It's a primary strategy that the enemy will use in the mind of an individual. And again, I'm preaching to the choir. Again, I've been, I'm at the age that I am right now, and I just now begin to recognize why I respond to people, why I do things that I do that are contrary to the Word of God. Sometimes the fruit of the Spirit are within 10 miles of me because of an offense that taken place in my life. Come on. And I'm asking God, and he's working on this. Deliverance is coming. It doesn't happen overnight. Line upon line, precept upon precept, line upon line. A little here today and a little more. I hope a lot more tomorrow in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And unless the offense is dealt with, with the word of God, it will remain as a tool, a strategy, and the cycle will continue. The cycle of confessing, saying, I don't remember, I can't remember, will continue. And so as it is with every service, saints, we've got a good word. We have a sure word of prophecy for you. The binding power of God's word is in the atmosphere right now. And we're going to go after this thing. Hallelujah. The authority of God, the authority and the power of God's word, it does not change. It's the same as it was yesterday. It is the same today, and it will be that same forever and forever. To bind with God's power in the earth as it is bound in heaven still holds its place with the authority and the power of God today, right now. Matthew 18, 19, if it wasn't true, Jesus would not have taught it. He would not have spoken it. He would not have prophesied about it. And so tonight we're going to take the use of God's word to cover all areas of the mind. Come on, all areas of the mind. Now, I'm, I'm going to give feedback on this, but that's okay. God will back me up. Shuki. Woo, haramosi. Shima mama robo siri briki. Come on, your home, you're watching, it's already happening in the sanctuary here tonight with those that are here. Go ahead and loose that tongue. Loose that spiritual language. 
Shive Kababra. We're hitting every area of the mind. Jelak, deliverances here, deliverances in the house. Sheka, there's no distance when we pray. Sheka Variaramasiki. Shoka Feribaka. Those areas where the mind is affected. It's so many. Oppression, depression. Come on. Jeka Fatariara. Torment. Jeka Baba Kariarabakariabramosariabaki. Jesus. Hmm. Someone right now, the Spirit of God is allowing you to see yourself as a little girl We're talking to a handmaiden. That little girl that was wounded at an early age, that offense that had taken place. And even in that, it has projected a block in your mind. And what happens is the enemy is an opportunist. And so when similarities of that offense took place, when you are a little girl, comes up again, he brings it to the surface as a reminder. It ends right now. It ends right now in the name of Jesus. And the Father is telling me to tell you what took place at that time was not your fault. The devil's a liar. And the father of every lie. Come on. We're targeting those areas in the mind right now, in the memory of your mind. Marada, those lobes, but we're going to pray them into alignment. Those areas in your mind that the enemy tries to force himself upon you to try to make those things that he has common, common with you. In the spirit, I see Jesus in back of somebody, a, a handmaiden. He's placing his nail-pierced hands upon your, your skull, your head right now. And he's commanding that assignment of migraines to come out and be removed in Jesus' mighty name. Shekaf, lapse of memory, it ends here, it ends now. For those of you that are receiving this word, just lift your hands to heaven right now and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. I hear the words in the atmosphere. Why can't I remember? Why can't I remember? You can remember. Don't make confession of what the enemy is putting into your mind and to confess those things. You can remember. When he says, why can't I remember? Say, yes, I can remember. Yes, I will remember. Come on, saints. Oh, it's a strategy. <coughs> it's a strategy. And we hear it coming out of our parents. We've heard it coming out of our grandparents. It's something that is generational that passes down and it continues. And the more it's confessed, the stronger it gets. And the stronger, it, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. The stronger it gets, it begins to develop into an infirmity. It begins to develop into a disease. It begins to develop as a sickness. We feed into that thing. We keep feeding into that. I can't remember. I, well, you, then you're not going to remember. But tonight, in the name of Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, that assignment will be broken. That block in your mind will be broken. That block in your memory will be removed and destroyed. In the name of Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit. My God, I can feel this thing. Oh, my God. It's alive. Woo, it's alive.
I'm going to ask you to come into agreement with Brother Michael tonight. God serve. Whoa. Woo. Whoa. All right, man. I almost went and got knocked over here. Woo. Jesus is in the house. The Holy Spirit is in the house. Shika fere pretepiki. How doesn't matter how big the block is, no matter how high the wall is, no matter how thick it may be, Mara, it's going to be removed tonight in Jesus' mighty name. I'm going to ask you to extend your hands towards us uh, where you are at home, those of you that are in this sanctuary. Because I'm asking and I'm believing God. For a transformation of our minds. I'm believing and asking God for the restoration of our minds. I'm asking and I'm believing God that our minds will function at 100% capacity as the mind of Christ that he has given us. That the, the minds of God's people will be delivered from, from fear, from doubt and unbelief. Some of you are bent over right now because of unbelief and doubt because of, of the current situation. And although, although things are changing, doors are up, and then we're going through these phases where we see restoration. I see some of you bent over in the spirit with doubt and unbelief, worry. How are you going to make it? I'm telling you, you're going to make it. You're going to make it in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Maya, God's going to prove himself as your Jehovah Jireh, the one who Maba provides. Shakataria. You can know you're going to know him as contender. You're going to know him as advocate. You're going to know him as restore. You're going to know him as healer. You're going to know him as deliverer. Sheka in the name of Jesus. I'm asking you to believe with me for God. That would cause our minds to function and to operate as they were created to function. From the very beginning. Revealing the kingdom of God in the earth. Now come on. I understand these are these. Uh, we, I understand that these are serious issues of life. And although I've not come uh, confronted with some of them, I have been confronted by, by uh, let me rephrase that. As I've not been confronted by all of them, I have been confronted by some of them. But saints, but unless they are dealt with from the foundation, from the foundation of God's word, they will remain active with their cause and their effect in our minds. Shikama muscle. Shufi bebebeki. Oh, Ramasindi bebeba kotaria ramush. Shiviki babobaba rala rubushiki viki. Shene. She all the activity. Mother visions. Shakaria. The activity that is stored in that reservoir of our memory. Those things that pass through our eye gates. The things that pass through our ear gates. The things that the enemy sees and he holds on to. And he waits for every given opportunity to use them to bring a blockage in our, our memory. Mashin shiviki. 
causing us to make that confession. I can't remember. I don't remember. All the activity, Makaria, the books have been written about it. Where is the battle? Where is the battlefield? The battlefield is in our mind. It's where the enemy functions and operates. It's where he launches those fiery darts. Accusations, lies, assault in our minds, bringing blockages. Mm. Shika, will somebody agree? All I need is one person. And if nobody's watching or nobody here, it's okay. All I need is one person. And I know the Holy Spirit will agree with me. He is a person. Come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we release your word right now to remove the blockages of memory in the minds of your people right now. We declare your word that you would contend to destroy the assignments. Come on, we're going to get in trouble here tonight. But we do not contend with flesh and blood. We don't contend with the opinions of man, women, or children. We contend with the kingdoms of darkness, the powers thereof. The assignments right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, in the name, oh my God, I just want to pray in the spirit. I want to pray in the spirit. Somebody at home, help, help. Go ahead, release that tongue, release that language. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we ask you to move now to destroy the assignments of dementia marada, that are operating and functioning in the minds, in the memories of God's people right now. We, can, we ask you to contend with the works of, that, of the enemy right now in that assignment, that it be destroyed, be evacuated from the mind, the memory marada, of those who have been uh, afflicted with dementia as a result of them speaking. I can't remember. I don't remember. Somebody help me. Are you are you following us? This? Are you running with us on this? Mashandaraka. Father, tonight we ask you to destroy the assignments of Alzheimer's. By the confession of the words that have come out of people's mouth. I can't remember. I don't remember. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I speak to those assignments now. I declare the blood of Jesus. I speak to those assignments of Alzheimer's. I speak to the assignments of of dementia, Mara, by the confessions, Mara, that have come out of the mouths of those of, of, of those people, oh God. Those seeds that were planted and began to grow and begin to produce the fruit, the fruit thereof, in the name of Jesus and by the power. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. Somebody agree with me. My God, the anointing, I feel this thing in my bones. I feel this anointing in my spirit. It is a sure word. It is a true word. The heart of the Father is speaking into the lives of his beloved right now. The delivery of every mind that is being tormented by fear. The delivery of every mind that is being tormented by anxiety, worry, and despair. Lord, your word tonight. In the memory, in the memory that is being blocked. That every assignment of oppression and depression. Abort every assignment. 
Come on. Every it's strong. It's strong in this house tonight. Mayana, watch this. God is going to decapitate, decapitate that spirit of suicide that is trying to provoke you into speaking. I want to die. I know you don't want to die. You want to live. You want to live. You want to live. Mayara, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, blocking your memory. Mama, that blockage in your memory for what God has raised you up to do, what God has called you to do, what God has anointed you to do. In the name of Jesus every spirit, every thought, every fiery dart of suicide to be extinguished right now that it would not meet it would not meet the destination of that mind in Jesus mighty name I'm speaking to somebody here tonight we are speaking to somebody that generational curse that has been passed down ma, 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 from your, your parents and your grandparents uh, and, 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 and what's come forth from their parents and their grandparents. Hear this word. This is what struck this whole thing. This is what began this whole thing of memory, ma, the blockage of memory, ma, because of things that have been spoken into your life, ma, this area of dyslexia. Oh, my God, somebody. Ma, yarara, God's bringing it down right now. That generational curse of dyslexia. That which you were told you were, that which you said you would be, uh, you would have to contend to. It's a lie. It's a lie from the very pit of darkness, the very pit of hell. And I prophesy to you, Jesus did not have dyslexia. He had a sound mind. He has a sound mind. And you as a child of God, you have a sound mind. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to pass through the cords of the time and find that connection, find the networking of that spirit, Mara, that has passed its way down to this generation, Shaka, and the generations coming up, that that area, that that, that tool, that, that, that craft of the enemy that is, brings dyslexia, to cause the mind to function and to operate contrary to what you've you've designed it to contrary to operate shaka be removed right now right now. i speak into your mind that blockage of memory to think as christ thinks and to remove that word spoken i can't remember i don't remember Oh, no, I have dyslexia because, no, you don't have dyslexia. It's a deception. It's a lie. The evidence may be there, but it's not something that you need to possess. It's not something that you need to hold on to anymore. In the name of Jesus. I speak into that area. The lobes, the frontal lobe, the prior. The, uh, the frontal lobe, the occipital lobe, the parietal lobe, and the temporal lobe. I call, I speak into those lobes right now in the name of Jesus to come into perfect alignment and to function in the totality of what you were created. In the area of the memory, our memories being restored now in Jesus' mighty name. And what you couldn't remember, you will begin to remember. Don't take hold of something that's common to the enemy. It doesn't belong to us. 
I'm going to give you an example. This last year, uh, Prophetess Yvonne and I, we were blessed to be able to go to Israel. And I won't go into all the details except for one incident. There was a man in our bus. And he was, uh, he was stricken with Alzheimer's. And uh, the, uh, it was the beginning of his development. And, and uh, he, he let everybody know uh, that what he had. And we were coming back from the Sea of Galilee. We're walking the trail. And he, I was walking with him. And uh, he says, you know, I got to excuse myself. Uh, my, he, he says, um, my um, Alzheimer's. I got to contend with my Alzheimer's. And when he walked away, the Lord said, he took possession. See, he confessed that when the symptoms became upon him and he was diagnosed by the doctor, he took hold of that. He took in common what the enemy has. And by his own confession, now he's subject to that. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Deliver my brother. Deliver your son from this attempt of the enemy. Our confessions are true. Our confessions are powerful, saints. Listen, we've been uh, inspired by the Spirit of God and, and many of the teachings uh, from the sanctuary of what's coming out of our mouth. Come on. I believe in this year of awakening, in this decade of awakening, we've begun to oh, We are going to become so aware that even before we speak a word, the Spirit of God will quicken. There'll be an unction within us. A red flag will come up in the Spirit and say, don't speak it. And if we take heed to that, that warning and we don't release it, we'll be in a better place after than we were in the beginning of that. In Jesus' mighty name. Shika farala bosiki. Listen. Jesus says, I've given you power over all the power of the enemy. And that you would trample upon serpents, upon scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. Saints, we're done with this message. We're done with this message. We've got more to go. We're going to hold it off for another time. You've been anointed. So it's you, saints. I got to breathe. Whew. I got to hold on to this thing. Oh, my God. You, you've got to understand. You have to understand. You must understand, saints. You've been anointed by God Amen. for such a time as this. God has imparted into you his very best. His creative spirit. Your ability to hear him when he speaks. And to see what he shows you to do. You've been anointed by God. For these things to manifest in the earth. He's raised you up. 
And although this may be a very, very challenging and difficult time, don't let the situation and the circumstances that are going on around you paralyze you, prevent you from doing what God is asking you to do. Don't hesitate to speak a sure word of prophecy. Don't hesitate to pull over and get out of your car and minister to somebody on the street. As you are led by the Spirit of God, do not hesitate. God has removed that blockage and that operation of your mind the area of memory is being restored I see new soil laid out I see new seeds being planted into that soil I see vegetation coming up I see it producing of its own kind recollection recollections oh my god shiva I see a band, a metal band around somebody's head right now. That thing has put so much pressure on you. The frustration. Again, the words as a result of that, uh, that, that action, the symptoms of that action. Say, I can't remember. Why can't I remember? I see that band being lifting, lifted off your head right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Restoration in the mind. Listen. Get rid, of the, get rid of the resentment. Get rid of the accusations. They're all blockages. Get rid of the abuse, the thoughts. Get rid of the images. Don't attend to the spirit of imageries. Rebuke them as they come in. For those of you that, has, that have stepped into this arena that is before you, the position, the structure of your body that was bent over, your head bent down, is now standing erect. I see your head back. I see your shoulders back. God has given you a spine of steel and he's made your face as a flint. The very thing that you weren't able to do in the area of memory, you will begin to do. The very thing that you thought was a handicap, shaka will now become a benefit. We're coming back to this. Jesus says, all power has been given unto me. And I give you that same power. For those of you who have family members who've been struggling with dementia, go in the name of Jesus. Lay hands upon them. Those of you who have family members or individuals know who are dealing with Alzheimer's, don't be afraid. Don't let the suggestions or the outward appearance intimidate you or paralyze you. Pray. Pray effectively. Pray efficiently. Now, those of you who, who've received this word of for, yeah, for dyslexia, things are going to change. 
your thoughts are going to be reorganized. They're going to come into alignment and compliance of how things should be and how they ought to be. God's going to give you, oh my God, he's going to give you the ability to, to develop new skills to function and to operate. Don't run away from it. Say, embrace it. Embrace, watch, your Bible studies, your investment in the reading, it's all going to change. <coughs> what used to be a challenge and what used to be difficult will become simple. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the more you turn to these things that God has been speaking about, uh, bringing a block into your memory, the more you attend to those things and get rid of, them, rid of them, the greater, listen, the greater the capacity of that reservoir in your mind will be able to retain and keep and comprehend the word of the living God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the release of this word in this house. My God. And as you've released this word into those who have listened here tonight, oh God. Yeah, I, I see. I see crowns. The crowns that God, the crown that God has placed upon your, your head that was off to the side. I see God readjusting that crown on your head. Those of you who were bearing the, the wearing of, of, of sackcloths, tonight you're getting new garments, spiritual garments. You're not going to have to contend with the ash anymore, the ashes. Of the things of the past, a new work. I've, I've begun, and a new work I will complete in your life, says the Lord. Shikafara lo ramaka. We're going to shift here. Man, I am wet. Woo! Hallelujah. Shikafara la masi. Praba supri For those of you, we ask you tonight, if this has been a blessing for you, we want to give you a couple of opportunities to hear what was going on. My God, I can't read that from you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Woo. Shaka, June 20th, this Saturday, Deborah Institute. Ma, the, the ladies will be live streaming. They got a powerful word for you. What's that? Next Saturday. Yes, next Saturday. Hallelujah. Thank you for correcting that. Ma, our Friday night intercessory prayer, 730 in the sanctuary. Panel will be here to teach you and to receive your prayer requests. As the Lord is leading you here tonight, we'd love to you to partner with us financially. If God is, as God is leading you to do that, you can do that by going to EncounterGenesis.com slash tithe. You can do it that way. You can send a check in the mail to our mailbox. Uh, we'll receive it as well. And along with that, please do not stop sending us your prayer requests. We love to pray. Let me get on the side. We love to pray. 
We love to pray for the people of God. Please send us your prayer requests, not only here on Friday nights with that panel, but we receive them on letter. We we receive them in paper form. Get them to us. God has built this school. He told us years ago, uh, um, create a school of intercession. And it took us five years to get where we are now. Please continue. We know how to pray effectively. We don't pray amiss. We pray by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And we stand on, Ma- uh, excuse me, on, on Matthew 8, 26. When we don't know how to pray, we simply begin to pray in the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit makes intercession on your behalf. Amen. So as God would lead you to send those prayer requests, please send them to us. And please send us your testimonies of how these, these live streams, these teachings have had an impact upon your life. Amen. So we can to be edified and build up uh, in your testimonies. Amen. And again, as God would lead you to have uh, uh, to sow uh, into the ministry, please do that. We love you. We appreciate you. I, and, you know, I, I just could give this to you if you can hang on for another three hours. No, just kidding. If you, you can receive this, we're ready. This sanctuary is ready. We got all the equipment that is necessary. We need. We got all the sanitizing stuff. We got all the protections uh, for for when we're able to open and invite you into the sanctuary. We got the masks. We got the sanitizers. We got all the stuff. Hallelujah! Hold on. We've got our masks. In Jesus' mighty name, and we're going to follow the protocols because we want you back in the house. God wants you back in the house. And we're speaking to you pastors. And we're speaking to uh, the churches and the ministries. God wants his people back in your house. And we're not going to stop praying and as we, and until we see the fulfillment of his promise manifest in your sanctuaries, in your, uh, yeah, in your buildings, Marakam. And as we continue and to see uh, the, the, uh, the captives be set free, souls coming into the kingdom of God, uh, the prodigal sons and daughters returning back home, Masha. We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. Baby, I'm waiting. I'm here. I'm ready for the breakthrough so we can break out in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let this year, 2020, be a year of awakening for you even now in in the midst of all this crazy stuff that's going on. And be reminded, let your protest be heard. Let it be heard in your prayer closet. You're in a safer place in your prayer closet. And I'm not discounting those that are going out. But I know where I need to protest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And my protests go in my prayer closet. And and I'll start preaching again. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, Today is Monday night. Wednesday night, Shamar prayer team, get ready. Uh, is is going to blow you off your seat. God, it's going to, yeah, I just see the word kind is going to wreck you. Revelation will come. It'll bring you into a greater understanding of the, uh, the, the practicality of God's word and how it's applied to our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Again, Friday night, intercessory prayer team panel here. Korea will be back on Sunday, Shokoreara, and again on Monday. In the name of Jesus, we love you. We appreciate you. From my heart to your hearts, from my ho- our home to your home, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.